0: All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Mental Health Monday, where we aim to provide an open space for dialogues about a number of mental health topics and how folks are being affected on local, state, and national levels. Guests and topics on the show range from psychiatrists, psychologists, school, drug and grief counselors, and any other professionals in the field. Testimonials from those affected by mental health issues, such as students, veterans, and first responders. And we also hear from folks who are organizing events around the community that promote or bring awareness to mental health issues with the main goal being normalizing these mental health dialogues. Our guest today is Heather Pasquinelli, an English teacher at Arapahoe Charter High School. She's here today to talk about a mental health themed activity that's going to be coming up at the high school for the elementary students at Arapahoe schools on March 10th. Uh, it's the Healthy Minds Carnival, and I'll let her talk about that here in just a quick moment. Uh, right now, Heather, uh, in full mental health theme, I've got my dog here with me, my, my basically my emotional support animal, and Heather is getting attacked with love by this dog. <laughs> (laughs) Right now,
1: (laughs) Moxie likes me. (laughs) Moxie
0: likes you. How are you today? Other than uh, being accosted by my dog, how's everything going today, Heather? The
1: dog makes it better. So I'm great today. Yeah.
0: Exactly. She's she's the studio pup right now. As long as she keeps calm, (laughs) we like to focus on events that are happening without throughout the community. Um, Talking about the need for mental health conversations, and what I think is cool about this one is it focuses specifically on the youth.
1: Uh, We started the the, uh, group Bring Change to Mind at the high school this year. Um, One of my reasons for wanting to do that was I think that we need to talk about mental health more. Is this Um, like a
0: national group? It is.
1: Bring Change to Mind is a a national group. It was created by the actress Glenn Close um, when her sister uh, was diagnosed with bipolar and I believe her nephew with schizoaffective disorder. And it's specifically to erase the stigma Mm -hmm, um, around mm -hmm. talking about mental health. And I work with teenagers, so teenagers have their own unique needs for mental health. Um,
0: Especially in this day and age. It's an an ever-evolving, ever-evolving, ever-changing subject matter, especially.
1: Absolutely. And relationships and all of those things. Plus, I have the aspect of I work on the reservation, Mm -hmm. and the Native American community has a high rate of suicide. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have had similar instances in our school of dealing with with those types of things um, and many of our students have experienced them with family members friends etc mm-hmm. um, in their own lives and so we wanted to create this healthy space for them to be able to talk about it
0: and not make, let it be just this unspoken. I mean as, as tough as subject matter as it is as dark as it is as heavy as it is um if, if it's an unspoken thing it, it just creates uh uh uh, deeper issues that go on forever. Shame. Mm-hmm.
1: Shame is one of those things, mm-hmm. and yeah, even even twenty years ago, we didn't talk about mental health issues. That wasn't something. It was embarrassing, and, and right. You know, my son was diagnosed with. Um, uh, bipolar disorder when he was younger, and it was a secret. We didn't talk about it. You didn't yeah. tell other people, and and it's inherited too. Like you can also inherit that, um, and so that was the big family secret that, you know, that they'd had mental health issues in their family, and I knew personally that I'd struggled with my own. Mm-hmm. At the time, I didn't really think of it as a mental health issue. I just knew I got depressed sometimes.
0: Right, right. So
1: that was it, and I was like, this time of year. Was the worst time of year for me. Mm -hmm. February in Ohio, because we're both from Ohio. Right, yeah, exactly. um, Ohio winters are not sunny like Wyoming winters. That's a
0: great point to bring up because I've I've had that conversation with many folks like, how can you deal with these long winters in Wyoming? Because you talk about uh, seasonal depression, everything. Mm -hmm. There's sunshine. I think it's something like 300 plus. Between 300 and 320 days out of the year is, is uh, a clear sky in, in Lander, Wyoming, or something like that. Yeah. It's a staggering amount. But Ohio, I mean, sometimes you go months it's without gray. seeing mm-hmm. sunlight for more than just an hour or two out of the day because of how gray it is. And that really, truly does do a number on your disposition. A-
1: absolutely. I say that all the time about here. At least I am not a fan of winter. I'm still not a fan of mm-hmm. winter. Mm-hmm. So I live in a state now that's like six months of winter. Right, But... Uh, but yeah, at least we have that sunshine every day, and it truly does make a difference. Um, you know, I still have my own struggles with it in winter, but also, like we'll talk about later, I've learned things that I need to do for myself to exactly. to, to get out of that. And that's what we want to provide the kids with is here's some strategies, here are some things that you can do it's okay to talk about it because once you start talking about it, you find out about how many other people in the tools that the are same out there. Things. Yes. That yes. you guys
0: are potentially, because that's another thing that's important for the youth to know is it's not something that's going to be cured or fixed one day and just goes away. You've got to learn how to use those tools on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, whatever it is, hourly basis for yeah. some, uh, whatever it takes to get you through those, those, uh, um, stretches a time where that mental issue is is taken over.
1: Yeah, no, no, very much so. and and I talk to them about that too, like because some of them will be like, well, I take meds. Well, we can take meds and you still have to have strategies because mm-hmm. the meds don't fix everything mm-hmm. and sometimes there's even extra things that go along with those meds that we have to learn how to, you know, adapt to and, or and you, everything. You
0: address uh, th- those types of issues. Uh, you get on the meds, but then you have to relearn how to function in social settings and mm-hmm. that can throw you back into uh, depressive fits or whatever, because you, you've kind of forgotten how to use those skills. And then so, but just the, the big thing behind it all is, is uh, normalizing the conversations, uh, having events like these So bring change to mind. You said nationally um, recognized, uh, group and event. Um how did uh you find out about how did you find out about it specifically?
1: I had actually like seen something on television a really long time ago about it, so I kind of followed it a little mm-hmm. bit. Um and we were we were struggling at our school with um some depressive issues with, with some of our kids. And I was thinking about like things that we could do to help because also in Wyoming we don't have a lot of resources like that they have in bigger cities. Right. So it's a lot harder to find therapists and counseling and 24 hour help, you know, mm-hmm. that, that you could have. And I saw that they had a high school club um, and they were mostly kind of on the West coast. And I believe a, some on the East, like around New York city and those areas. Um, but I messaged them and said, we could really use this at our school, would you consider consider letting us have a chapter um, here in Wyoming? Wow. And so now we're the first and only one in oh, Wyoming okay. um, for high school students. We're hoping to be able to, we're in our beginning stages, so like we're still learning how to organize, how to get things together. But getting that together. ball rolling, though. Yeah, but but we're hoping eventually then to invite other schools on the reservation and, and in Fremont County to open their own chapters, um, so that so that it could increase, um, because it can only be a good thing for, to- for kids to have those resources.
0: Totally. So the Healthy Minds Car- Carnival is that kind of like uh, that the first event that you guys are getting behind uh, as a part of this new endeavor.
1: Yes, we we've, we've done some little things like um, we. We took a day to decorate the girls' bathroom and put positive messages around the bathroom um, so that when girls looked in the mirror, they're reading positive affirmations about yeah. themselves. Um, we went through the whole school and stuck little happy cards to every student in the school. Um, small things like that um, is how we started. Um, and then I put in for a Donors DonorsChoose uh, grant, and donors Choose is for teachers, and you kind of write a proposal of what you'd like. And um, it's kind of a grassroots donors. They they go out and people will sponsor, you know, five, ten bucks here and there. This was a big one. It was $4,000. Whoa. Um, and I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we could just do a carnival for the community and we could, like, talk about mental health and we could do it at this time of year mm-hmm. when it's dark days for everybody. We can't get outside. We can't do the same things that we usually can. And so I put in for it really not expecting to get the grant because it was a big one. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and it got picked up pretty quickly and it was funded... I think within the first month. Um, that had
0: to feel great, but then the now worst. it's like, uh, all right, now what are we going to do? Now we got to get the ball rolling on yeah, this. Yeah, well, and then and what
1: it is is like you order everything. That's why it's like for, you put in everything. So um, so we ordered all the carnival stuff.
0: Yeah, what, what can uh, folks expect at the carnival too? Okay,
1: so we have like every carnival game that you can think of. Like nice. Even the old school, like, you know, tossing the ball at milk cans, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. sack races, spoon races. We got a tricycle obstacle course. We have a bounce house. <laughs> we have cotton candy and popcorn. Um and just tons tons of games. There's just all kinds of games and tons of prizes. We ordered like all these little carnival prizes for the kids to come in. Um, and the best thing is like it's all free. So all that's the kids amazing. in the elementary are gonna get to come in do K this. Through
0: five. Yeah, K-5. This, this will be five. at the high school or at the elementary? We're
1: doing it at the elementary gym. Okay, okay. Um, so we don't have a gym at the high school, our high school's real tiny right that's now.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> um so yeah, so we're gonna go down to the kids, we're gonna do like face painting, all that. Fun stuff just, and it's on, March 10th is a Friday. It's the end of the quarter. Um, So it's just a nice day to like kind of reward the kids Mm -hmm. for their hard work. It's a great experience for our teenagers to be working with the little kids. And I always think it's good to give back. So it's their opportunity to do something kind of community service um, for the youngsters.
0: And that's another thing too, because joy is infectious. Uh, Just uh, in happiness, smiling. I even remember, um seeing uh, when the artist Superman was performing uh, and uh, he was so good. And what was great is, I mean, obviously all the kindergarten and and like the middle school kids loved him. The high school kids obviously loved him, but they're trying to be too cool, you know, like sitting (laughs) off to the side. But then when it was time for everyone to start joining in, I mean, you could just see them looking at some of the other younger kids cheesing around and then they were smiling. They started singing along, making the noises too. And
1: he also has such a good story about addiction Mm -hmm. and his life growing up that resonate so much with with you know, the kids in our schools out, out on the reservation. So he has such a great positive message that you can overcome things. And I think that's important for kids to know.
0: A hundred percent seeing those kinds of success stories, but then seeing events, community events like these too, Um, and then that feeling of helping people. That's kind of what I was, the, the point I was getting at to with uh, the high school kids is that uh, the moment that you, um, are forced to help sometimes <laughs> you do have to be voluntold, but then once you do it, you're, it, it's, uh, the effects are immediate.
1: Yeah. They're actually super excited about it. They've been like so happy because you know the stuff started getting delivered to the schools. So we're opening the packages. We're going through. We're like finding surprises. Yeah, I yeah. have high schoolers that are you know five ten riding tricycles around the <laughs> like, hall after we put them together. Um, so they're taking some some really good ownership of this, um, and that helps their mental health. Um, and I think it's important that we talk about it being that healthy minds carnival, and that we're talking about that to kids because if we can erase that stigma when they're young they're much more likely to seek out help to talk about those feelings to not see it as a weakness it's just part of our human experience um, to deal with those things so um, our students are also planning to go over to the junior high this week is like bring change to mind week that starts this week on monday and um, they're going to go down to the middle school talk to the middle school about mental health issues with resources, giving them some resources. Um, and we're just having little activities every day of the week, just for our little tiny school. You know, we only have like 45 students in our whole high school, but Um, starting, I mean,
0: getting that, getting, um, those conversations started. And then like you said, just having such a fun way to cap it all off then at the, at the end of the quarter there.
1: Yeah. And I, I grew up I grew up with family members with mental health issues. Like I said before, mm-hmm. i I didn't know they were mental health issues at right? that time. I just thought my dad slept a lot. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, you know, that my grandma was angry a lot. and those kind of things. And I just think it's so important to get that conversation started because once, really, with teenagers, too, once we start talking about things that happen to us, it erases that that stigma, that shame all of those other things when we when we let things see the light.
0: Um, well, then learning how to talk about it to to the normalized point of that it's not like this built-up thing. I yeah. mean, that's the big one. I mean, yeah, people my age, older, uh, our generation, it, it was always kind of like, I think I'm going to finally tell someone that I, I might be having anxiety. Like you build where it should just be, oh, yeah, I talked to blah, blah, blah about my anxiety. You know, it shouldn't yeah. be this thing that you're building up at all. And then the more that's normalized at the young age is –
1: I think so too. I've talked to my students about seeing my counselor. Like I I used to see a counselor and they were Mm -hmm. like, you went to counseling? And I'm like, I think everybody should go to counseling. Mm -hmm. I'm like, even Mm -hmm. if you aren't feeling sad, it's such a nice thing to have someone who is uninvolved in your life to listen and guide you and help, you know, get those things out where, you know, I'm not just yelling at my husband about the things that happen all the time. (laughs) You know, it's somebody else to listen to it. So I've, I've told them that too. And bring change to mind is great because there's a an app called Headspace. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever heard of it. It's a yep. meditation app and it's a mental health app.
0: I haven't dove into it myself, but the, every person that I know that has used it has just been like it's amazing.
1: It is amazing. And I used it and from my therapist, you know, she gave me those that was one of the tools that she gave me when I when I was struggling. Mm-hmm. And um bring change to mine for the club members offers that for free. So they get a free subscription to Headspace. So one of our things right now is like how do you use it? And yeah. How do we learn yeah. how to do it? And then I created um, another donors choose project for, um, a mindfulness corner.
0: Well, and that's a, a big thing of what uh, headspace is used for is mindfulness. And that's what it always, it's always almost borderline frustrating. How many times if you're having mental issues, anxiety, depression, how much of it comes back to mindfulness, mm-hmm. uh, and then being able to be present for, uh, not just, uh, moments, but your thoughts, you know, what, what, what triggered that thought. Uh, I know that that word trigger gets uh, all the connotations with it, but your brain, it's true. Like your, your brain, something triggers in your brain, you think of something and the faster you can figure out, and be mindful of those moments and then not just put it off or like, I don't want to think about this right now. It's like, right, nope, exactly. think about it right now. Your brain's telling you how do you do this? And it all goes back to mindfulness. So I mean before you describe the tool that you're utilizing in your class for mindfulness and what you've uh, what, what you're looking to do and what you're fundraising for, just explain for our listeners who might not know what mindfulness is. That uh, the con the basic concept.
1: Really the basic concept of mindfulness is being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um and just like you said, Vince, um, you don't push those feelings away Mm -hmm. that you can't heal from things unless you feel those things. And you have to learn to sit with those things. So it isn't just people think about mindfulness and they think Buddha and Zen, you know, these kind of things, which it can also be part of it, but it can be completely separate. Like mindfulness isn't part of a religion or anything like that. It is a state of mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just teaches you some tools to know that everything changes Nothing is permanent. So if you feel good, you're not going to feel good forever. Mm-hmm. And if you feel bad, you're not going to feel bad forever. And you can ride those waves with with understanding that the uncertainty is certain. So we're just always going to have those things happen to us. We're going to have up moments. We're going to have down moments. But if we can stay in this present moment, you know, and and just be with it. Um, Thich Nhat Han talks about like, I was making my little tea corner at my house today about like, you drink that cup of tea and you just think about that cup of tea. Mm-hmm, like, you try mm-hmm. to keep your mind from wandering to the 400 other things you have to do that day, the students you're worried about, your kids doing the phone this. you could be
0: scrolling on, the TV yes, you could be watching. Phone. Just yeah. no, focus on drink the, the actual process of drinking the tea.
1: Yeah. And our kids are, especially teenagers, junior high teenagers, you know, with their phones now they don't know how to be present in a moment Mm -hmm. because they're always entertained. There's something always entertaining them. So they don't have those moments that I had when I was a kid where, you know, you were pushed outside to go play and you had a stick in a Creek and that's what, that's what you did for the day.
0: And it all didn't involve (laughs) uh, various forms of caffeine injections. I mean, that's, that's a huge, especially with mindfulness. I mean, if you're on your fourth, uh, energy drink of the day, soda of the day. It's not to go off on that tangent, no, no, but it's, it's a, just, it's
1: a real thing. Yeah. So you, com- I you combine, here <laughs> my, it's a Starbucks well, and I, I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking how good that looks too and how I
0: need one. Uh, but it, with, uh, with, with, kids though, I mean, their, their, brains are still processing, uh, they're already going through all these different changes and emotions. You add to that something like, uh, additives, caffeines, those oh,
1: definitely, so definitely.
0: it just brings more, more of a reason to, uh, have these tools, mindfulness tools, so I'd like to circle back to uh, what are you doing in your classroom right now? What are you, this, this fundraiser that you're well, starting?
1: Well, I'm fundraising now. So we, we do mindfulness in my classroom. Like I've told all the kids about Headspace. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, even the kids who aren't members and it's half of our student body are members. So it's a pretty big club for us. We have 20 plus members. Yeah. Um, and, um, but I'm fundraising to do an actual mindfulness corner. So I have like a little area in my room that's where kids can relax, but I really wanted to focus it on those those tools that they need to be mindful, mm-hmm. um, to create a safe space. A, a lot of my kids live really chaotic lives, and like what you're talking about, too, just teenagers in general have a lot of chaos in their lives and a lot of stimulation all yeah. the time. And so how do we sit and just enjoy the moment without extra stimulation. So I put in for another donors choose project, um, for like some comfortable chairs. Um, I put in for a, uh, an aquarium with fish to watch the fish and to be able to like chill a little water fountain, a little Zen garden for them, a breathing tool, like a little thing that tells them how to breathe, how to take Mm -hmm, the breaths mm -hmm. that they can use. Um, all kinds of like de-stressors, I guess. Um, they have these like little warmy animals that you microwave and they're warm and kids can hold them and like hug them and it's soothing. Oh wow. Blankets, like those types of things. So if they need a moment, they have a moment and, and i like to be able to do that in my class anyway. I'm, we're lucky enough to be flexible enough for such a small school. Mm-hmm, we know mm-hmm. our students really, really well. And so when we can see that they're agitated or upset or sad, a lot of our kids have a lot going on with grief. Yeah. Um, hey, go take 20 minutes and go sit in that room. Well,
0: and just having a place where you can go get that emotion out and then you can function with the rest of your day. I mean, right. how many times, uh, uh, or, I mean, in your personal life, you see with students too, as well, that once they get that cathartic moment out, they're able to function and they almost feel kind of silly nine times out of 10 after they're like, uh, so all I needed was a release.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They get really angry and they don't know how to process it. And Mm -hmm. you're just like, Hey, just, go sit, just mm-hmm.
0: be. And then being in a place that's comforting and soothing rather than even if they're not in trouble, going to the counselor's office or going to the principal's office to, to chill out. That's not necessarily the most conducive environment to feeling, even right. if they're not, you know, in trouble or anything like that. It's just, that's not a place to.
1: And sometimes the more that they talk about the issue that they're angry about or upset about, they just, they're living in that moment, mm-hmm. right? Instead of the real moment, they're reliving that.
0: And then they yell at you. Yeah, and they're, and they're yeah. just like
1: there. And we're like, just go, just go sit, just mm-hmm. go sit. Um, and it's really helpful. And yeah, and it was a um, $1,000 grant that I was asking for. And um, we're at 299 We only have $299 left. Oh, okay. And I only have two weeks left to raise it. Otherwise, all those donations go back to the donors. We can um, do it. So, so hopefully people, even if you'd like want to donate five bucks, that all adds up. So 100%. we are grateful for everything and, and everyone can see the work of it afterwards. Where um, can
0: people donate?
1: It's a donor's choose. It's a link that I'll give you. Okay. Um, and donor's choose orders all the products. So it's not like the money will be misused in any way. They order everything for us, they ship it right to the school. Um, so we're not like handling the finances of it. They take the donations, they buy the stuff for you. The stuff comes and, and the kids are super excited. But then we provide updates on the website as well. So okay. I always take pictures um, and provide information about it afterwards
0: perfect. And we are just now kind of running short on time here. Um, Was there anything else that you think our listeners or readers might want to know um, about the carnival or bring change to mind or any of the other things that you're doing uh, in your classroom that you want to promote, uh, especially mental health focus, I mean, even anything else that you're just, uh, I think
1: we hit everything. I just, I just, I guess I would say just to everybody to like, be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, My therapist told me the best thing that I always keep in my mind is hold everything in loving kindness even your own mind so just be loving and kind to yourself and that's the best step in mental health I think
0: that is 100% true, <laughs> and I think great words to end on. Once again, folks, that was uh, Heather Pasquinelli, English teacher at Arapahoe Charter High School. Um, be on the lookout uh, on March 10th for the Healthy Minds Carnival. That'll be going on at the elementary school gym, uh, brought to you by Bring Change to Mind. And Any of our listeners, uh, you can donate to uh, Heather's Classroom Mindfulness Cause uh, in the links on this uh, video. And I'm looking over, what, and, and speaking of mental health and smiles, my dog is giving it. Uh, end of interview she said kisses that was right enough. now. This is a word done. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick commercial break and when we come back more coffee time after a quick word from our sponsors.